0: Join us for a life changing experience as you listen to this message.
1: If it be your will- Nevertheless, my will be done, but your will be done. To follow your way, I love your perfect will. I love the choice you make for me. I just love the mystery of your will. Just take my hand and walk with me, oh Lord trust in your will i believe in your word i'll go all the way lord i will accept your perfect will for my To follow you holds my destiny he has a purpose for me he has a plan for me i'm going to follow his will it's alright i will do what he says it's alright i will follow his will say it's alright i'll do will. Amen.
2: Hallelujah. It's all right. I will do his will. Hallelujah. I will go where he goes. Hallelujah. Wow. Fantastic. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord again. What a beautiful talent. A beautiful and a blessed talent we have in the house. So beautiful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It, is one of, it has been one of my mysteries. Because wow. I'm a doctor and I understand genetics. <laughs> I'm a doctor and I understand genetics, you know, chromosomes are passed. So, when, every time a fear is singing, I like, where did she get this from? Because her father cannot sing. Her mother cannot sing. <laughs> Maybe it's from her grandmother. <laughs> Maybe that's where it's from. Because sometimes something can skip you. That's why it can look like your grandmother. So maybe one of the grandparents was a singer. Hallelujah, so the blessing. Come, let's pray over the offering. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for this offering. We bless it in Jesus' name. Amen. Wonderful. Hallelujah. Are you ready to learn some verses today? Luke chapter eleven, verse number twenty-one. Let's go. The way you learn the verse, you mention the verse, then you say it. Go. We are doing two verses. 11, it's 21 and 22 because the, the two makes sense. So, so let's do 21 first. Go. Luke 11, 21. Let's say it again. It can happen. Or, those of you who are in the hotel industry, you can find out you are in a job, and in the job you are entitled to take friends and family out. Free. Hospitality or whatever it is. But you never found out, so you never went on vacation. So every day, you are working, well, there's free vacation? Even if you don't know it, you see, it's good to know so that even if you don't use it, at least you can give it to somebody. <laughs> hallelujah! So it's always important to know what's in it for you, amen. So we have to understand salvation and what is in salvation for us, hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So today, I'm talking about salvation and a new life. Yeah. Because salvation gives you a new life. And what does the new life entails? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, I remember sharing that, you know, it's like, for example, let me use this example. If you go to the hospital and they do surgery on you and you have a transplant, because of the transplant, now you have a new organ and a new tissue. So you must know what was done to you so that you know where to go, what to do. Because if you don't know what was done to you, you can easily mess up. Do you get it? So it's always good to know what your new life is. Hallelujah. Or your new position is. Amen. Let's say you had an old position. But now you have been elevated. But you don't know that the new position comes with free parking. May that be your story. I say, may that be your story. You still be circling around the office block. The new position came with free parking. Hallelujah. So I'm talking about salvation and a new life. Hallelujah. And 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 says, If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Okay? All things, you see, he's a new creature. A new creature. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Not a polished you see, there's a difference between taking your car to the mechanic to be fixed. That's an old car refurbished and a new car. There are two different things. Hallelujah. And the Bible said that when you are saved, you are actually a new creature. New in the sense that you never existed before. Hallelujah. Yeah, that's what it means. A new creature. Old things are passed away because behold, all things are becoming new. Hallelujah. So it's good to know who you are in Christ. What new thing has happened to you? Hallelujah. And more importantly, where the new thing happened? Hallelujah. Because you notice that your flesh didn't change. Your desires didn't change. So if you assume that because you are now saved, your flesh is new, you are deceived. Hallelujah. You have to understand. It's like, like, even though you have been given a new position, the fact that you you have been made maybe the the managing director of this company, which gives you certain privileges, still does not mean you can talk to anybody anyhow. It doesn't go that far. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So it's good we understand salvation very well. And that what is new, what has happened to you, so that you walk in the newness of that thing. Amen. Being cautious of what has not changed. Hallelujah. Because a lot of Christians make a lot of presumptions. Don't, 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 don't make presumptions. Hallelujah. Don't make presumptions. Hallelujah. So the new, I'm talking about Christ, uh, salvation. Okay. So we're talking about salvation and the new life. Hallelujah. And the Bible says when you are in Christ, you are a new creature. Hallelujah. Something new has happened to you. Hallelujah. Yeah, something new has happened to you. Your life has to change. Yeah. You see, bless, bless you. It's from my pastor, so you are blessed. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Something has happened to you, and you must know. It also means that, you don't have, it also means you don't have to accept certain things anymore. Hallelujah. It means you don't have to accept certain things anymore. It means you, now you have the right to insist on certain things. That I'm a Christian, I am born again, I'm washed by the blood of Jesus, so I don't accept this thing. Hallelujah. That's what I'm talking about. You must also know your rights. Amen. Amen. Yeah, you must know your right in Christ. You should be able to refuse that this thing because of what Jesus Christ did on the cross and I'm saved. Look, let me even talk about the new creation. See, One of the things you have to be careful about is that when you give your life to Christ, they must say you are a new creation. So being a new creation it means that even though you may come from a particular family your salvation makes you different. Hallelujah. Your salvation. So even though there may be a problem in the family, because you are saved, you should claim exemption from it. I said you, you should claim an exemption from it based on I am saved. so this thing that runs in the family. Let me tell you something, because you see, yesterday, oh, two days ago. A family, member, I was talking to her, a family member called me. You know, when they were talking, there was a family member. Called me, and I was talking to her. And as the person was talking, and sent me some pictures, and I was watching, I could see my family. And as I watched, I could clearly identify that how different I am from this particular trend. And the only difference between me from that trend is that Christ has saved me. His blood has washed me. So I am new. You understand what I'm saying? Because you see, and, 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 and that is why you have to be careful about things that run in your family. Because the thing about Satan is that, the Bible said that he left the devil for a season. He came back. He left the devil for a season. Hallelujah. I have seen many Christians who got born again and were fully aware of their salvation and walked in the newness of life and claimed deliverance from the devil and from their old ways. But because the devil is persistent over the years, somehow the very thing that they were running away seems to be coming back after them again. So you must be vigilant. Hallelujah. Yeah. Satan doesn't give up. I was talking to a brother. He was going through some marital issues. A brother. And as I was talking to him, I painted the picture. I said, look, can you see the road? He said, I can't see. I said, let me show you the road. I said, look at your uncle. Look at your father. Look at the man. What What is going on? I was just—I just trying to show him the trend. I said, "Look at the trend." I said, "Can't you see that all of them, very noble professional men, who do very well, and then they marry, and then somewhere in the marriage they go through terrible divorce, and because of that terrible divorce, they all end up all being sued, lose everything that they have, and they end up living in small, small places." And it looks like the same, it's very successful people who get lambasted towards the end of their life. They, are, they go through this terrible divorce. The woman come after them. And you know, the Lord can really bite you, you know? Literally wipe them out. So as I was pointing at me, the then she said, I was like, can you see the same animal? It's about to bite you. Like I drew a map for him and said look it looks like this is the pattern I mean no poor professional who do well but somehow they, when they get married somewhere they end up being divorced and when they get divorced their divorce are not easy Mercy, and they said, look as, I don't know as Apostle Joel said you cannot break a bread and say that they are clean when you break a bread it's always rough that's Apostle Joel's analysis of divorce he said there's not like a smooth divorce he said, you can't break a bread and expect it to be clean cut." <laughs> That's great wisdom. That's Apostle said, He said, you cannot take a loaf and just break it and expect the bread to break clean. It. it doesn't. <laughs> there are always edges. <laughs> so as I told him, and I said, but thank God that you are saved. That's what I told him. I said, thank God you are saved. You are a Christian. You are a new creature. So, vehemently fight against this animal. Because otherwise, you follow the same pattern of highly educated men who ends up living in apartments. Who don't enjoy the luxury of their hard work. So fight this animal. And we prayed. And she fought the animal. Yeah. You have to fight this animal. And, 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 and the reason for that was, he said, You are a Christian. You are not like your father. You are not like your uncle. You are not like them. You are a Christian. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. So know your rights in Christ. Hallelujah. That's why you don't have to accept certain family conditions. Hallelujah. Even though you don't have to, see, I'm telling you something. Even though you don't have to accept the that's number one, be conscious that they can come back. Be vigilant. That, that's, that's the reason. Don't, don't, don't sleep. The, the devil always comes back. Hallelujah. Yeah. So be conscious of it. Always be conscious of it that this animal is in my area. And therefore, always keep a barrier. Hallelujah. Your new life in Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. So let me talk briefly about the abundant life. You see, when you are in Christ, you have an abundant life. I say, you have an ab- say I have an abundant life. Say my life is not limited. Say my life is not limited. I have an abundant life. This is one of the first verses I learned when I gave my life to Christ. One of the, verses, the first verses I memorized. John 10.10. 10. Yeah, I do remember somebody sent me a piece, a poster, from America in those days, and they had you know those. Big, I don't know why they still have those posters anymore. They used to have like huge posters with scriptures on it that you put in your room. Do they exist anymore? Or oh, now everything is internet? Huh? They do, but they're not very common. You remember that's what I'm talking about? You know, like you know, like yeah. Then you put it in your. Oh, you all of you are modern, you're all modern Christians, so you don't know. Everything is online now. Didn't stick them around? Those you could buy them, right? Yeah, yeah. I had a big one, and I, I had a, that was the verse that was so. So, I, I it was my first verse I memorized. Hey, okay. John ten ten. The thief cometh not, but what for to steal, and to kill, and to destroy. I am come. That day, I had life. And that they might have life what? More what? It says the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come. I am come. That they might have life and that they might have, have it more, no more sparingly no more scarcely but more abundantly. It means being in Christ and it gives you abundant life. Shout abundant life. Say I have abundant life. The Greek word is the word Zoe. Zoe. That's Zoe. That's why it's good to call your daughter Zoe. If I had a daughter, well, I would have called her Zoe. If I had. <laughs> Hallelujah. Abundant life. Amen. But when we look at this scripture, he says, the thief cometh not, but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So, what I would say is that, as a, uh, as, as a wise person, okay, as a wise person, or as a normal human being, you must always understand the purpose of a visit. Anytime somebody visits you, you must not understand, why is this person visiting me? It's always a good question to ask. The thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And the thief is the devil. So if Satan is visiting you, he's not visiting you for a party. He's not visiting to have a cup of tea with you. There is a reason. The thief cometh not. So if the devil shows up, you see, to be a wise person, you must always know the reason why people show up. Why is this person coming? Hallelujah. You must always know. As this man is coming to visit you, why is he coming to visit me? Always ask yourself. What do you want? The thief cometh not. Because the message is that people don't come benign. People always come with a motive. So you are simplistic. You are simplistic. You are childish when you think people come because they are coming benign, anytime people come, there's an agenda. So always find out what is the motive. The thief cometh not. So, so it means that if the devil is not coming to steal, or it's not coming to kill, or it's not coming to do he won't come. So when you see him, watch out. Hallelujah. You see, you must always have an agenda. Hey, have a mind. Why is this person here? Hallelujah. Especially even salespeople. You see, once somebody comes, I'm coming to sell you this insurance, you must ask yourself, why is this person se- why is this person selling you this insurance? And making it sound like it is good for you. <laughs> what you don't know. <laughs> what is in for them? But they make it sound like, oh, I just want to help you. you see that word help always is important. just take it with them. What help? does this person really want to help you? Because you see, when you understand that that the person is in for their own good and their own commission, it even makes you alert. So whatever they are saying, you cross-check in your mind and not take their word for it because there is an ulterior motive. He's not there. He's not your friend. There's a reason why he's there. Are you hearing me? See, the person is not coming to see. Ask yourself because if you cannot buy, will he be there? Oh, I just want to help you. Don't buy it. It's not, I just want to help you. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. You see, the thief cometh not. Always. One of three. Either to steal, to kill, or to destroy. So when you see the devil, be on guard for those things. And then you are going to something is going to be lost from you. Something is going to be killed. Something is going to be destroyed. That is, that is why he's there. And why has the boy visited you? Oh, I'm just checking on you to make sure everything is okay. Really? Oh, just checking on you. You know, I was in the neighborhood, you know. And I feel like I just have to check on you. You know, I care about you. Why does he care about you? I'm preaching. Why does he care about you? Why does he, does he, does he? Oh, he's no 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 no. Let me tell you something. He's so sweet. No, no, no. Think carefully. Why? I I mean, of all the people in the church, why has he chosen to visit you alone? I was passing by. And I felt oh, I should just say hi to you. And he and he actually came with a gift. The thief cometh not. You must always think about it. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? You must always think deep. Hallelujah. Yeah. Why is this person calling you? Hello, how are you? Oh, why are you getting this call from Ghana? Hello, how are you? Uh, how's America? Oh, okay. Uh, over here, how's the weather? You guys are having summer, eh? I uh, hear it's very hot in the summer. Hey, and, and we saw Donald Trump. Oh, okay. He was in London. Oh, the way Donald Trump was talking to Angela Merkel was not nice at all. Uh, so, uh, You must ask yourself, why this call? Because the, the, the weather, Donald Trump... These are all just superficial. Ask the conversation. Then you hear the reason why. Oh, oh uh, I see. Oh, we recently have a flood oh, in Kumasi. Mm, and you know, the roof, uh, th- th- that is the real reason for the call. Not Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> so the real reason for the call is the, is the money they want you to send. Not Donald Trump. I hear me? So the thief cometh not. Hallelujah. But Jesus said, I am come. So he's also stating the reason why he has come. He say, just as the devil came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. When I come, I come with abundant life. I come with abundant life. It means when you have me, you have abundant life. It means when you have me, your life is not cut short. It means when you have me, you have peace. I come. The purpose of my visit is abundant life. Hallelujah. That is why I come. That is why I come. I come with abundant life. You see. You see. Let me tell you something. Before I even go to uh, one, First John 3.8 Jesus clearly explains why he has come. First John 3:8. The second part. He said, He that he that committed sin is of the devil. For the devil since we again." the second part. For this purpose, you see, for this reason. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested. This is why I came. That he might destroy the works of the devil. I come to destroy the works of the devil. For this purpose. When you see me show up in your life, I have shown up in your life to destroy the devil's work. Hallelujah. You see, you must know why I will tell you something, this is why if only Eve, you see, if only Eve had read this scripture, the thief cometh not. If Eve knew this scripture, the human race would have been different. Let's look at the conversation, the great conversation. Genesis chapter 3. This is the great conversation. I said the thief command not. If you see the devil around, you must know that he has come for something to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But not to, it, it, he has not come to have a nice conversation, which Eve did not understand. This is the great conversation. Now, now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field, which the Lord had made. And he said unto the woman, you see, this is the conversation. So one day, you know, Adam had gone to work. Okay, and he said unto the woman, Yea, had God said ye shall not eat of the tree of the garden, and the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the garden of the trees, or of the fruit of the garden of the tree, verse 3. But of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said ye shall not eat of it. Neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely dance it. It's like I care for you. Don't believe it. I care for you more than I care. God care for you. I have your, if I have your interest more than God have your interest. That's I, That's it. For God, for, for God that knoweth that in the day that ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And what was the end result? You see, you see, God. You see, why somebody says that? Look, listen. What did he say? He told you that, you know, these people, you know, it, it's it's not nice. It's not fair. You know. They don't want to share. They're always trying to keep everything to themselves. Listen, trust me. I'll show you a better way. Immediately, I give you the impression that I care for you more than you care. Immediately. It's like, I care for you more. You see? But if you have, an, if you have full knowledge of me, that I'm a con man, I'm a con artist, even though I may say good words to you, you say, this guy, don't trust him. If only he knew who the devil was. Yep. Hallelujah. Amen. First of all, first of all, has God said, okay, has God said that you should not. You see, this is my problem with, with that woman, you know. This, my first problem with that woman is that the instruction was given to God, Adam. When God was talking to Adam, you were not there. So the smartest answer, you know, I don't know, he spoke to my husband. Why don't you go and ask, Why do you answer? Woman talk, 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 talk. You don't know. Some women talk. You see, that's the first mistake Eve made. Because when God gave the instruction to Adam, you are not born. It was God who told Adam. So Adam Ma- must have either relayed the information to Eve correctly or incorrectly. But the answer that Eve should have given the serpent, look, I don't know when he says. So maybe wait for my husband. But some women they don't wait for their husband, they want to take the decision by themselves. That's the problem. <laughs> If only. If only, if said, listen, because look, when when, they, when God told Adam was if there, so why do you answer a question that you were not there? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Why do you answer a question that you were not there? You take decisions in the absence of your husband. I'm preaching. You take decisions in the absence of your husband. What is wrong with you saying that wait for my husband? It's a message. That's why we are all here. That is why we are all here. The beginning of the calamity of humankind is a woman who will not wait for the husband to take a decision. <laughs> if only he had waited. If only he had waited. Because, because when the instructions were given, you were not there. So if somebody comes to ask a question about that instruction, the smartest thing to know, I wasn't there. So I'm not sure. So let's wait for him. That's why in, in Timothy, the Bible said that Eve was deceived. The man was not. It's, the Bible said it was Eve who was deceived. Adam was not. Because Adam knew the true answer. Hallelujah. But back to what I was saying, if only he knew the one that he was talking to, he would not first of all have entertained him. The thief cometh not. So the care and the concern was all a fallacy. The ulterior motive. Let me tell you something. When Satan visits you, he has one aim, to destroy you. So it is important to know who their person is and not rely on what they say. Don't take people by their words. Know them by who they are. Oh, he's such a nice person. The person, read the person's history. As he's telling you, look, you're such a sweet girl. You're such a nice girl. You are the number one, number five. (laughs) In case you don't know. Hallelujah. Yeah. So, here we see the purpose of Satan. Amen. Yeah. To steal. To kill. And to destroy, hallelujah. Yeah. Who has destroyed more nations? The devil. Your, your peace and your prosperity. Look, Satan comes to destroy. Church, are you hearing me? Satan comes to what? Satan comes to what? But Jesus said, I am come. That you may have life. Hallelujah. Abundant life is in Christ. Amen. So you must know who you are in Christ. Amen. And claim exemptions from anything that relates to the devil. Just clear that I am free from it. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Yeah, you must cut your teeth. It it, It was the same thing when he came to God in Job. He said, he came to God. He said, look, this Job. Who is me serving you all this while? Do you think he serves you for nothing? Does Job serve you for nothing? Is it not because you have built a hedge around him? Is it not because you have built a hedge around him? So so that, that, that makes you understand that if, you see, I'm talking about the devil and God. That makes you know that when God is with you, a hedge is around you. May God's hedge be around you. I say, May God have you around you. Yeah, it means, it means once God visits you, He puts a hedge around you. Once you serve God, He puts a hedge around you. Hallelujah. And it is that hedge that blocks the devil. So Job actually went to God and said, Look, there's a reason why the guy serves you. you put a hedge around him. And God said, Yes, there's a hedge around him. Yeah, there's a hedge around him. It means your peace. Your prosperity, your, your your healing, your miracles. It's because God has deliberately put a hedge around you. Amen. Hallelujah. That is why it is important to remain in the hedge. Don't break out. He that break breaketh the hedge, a serpent will bite. Don't don't break out, don't freak out. Don't get angry and break the hedge. There's a hedge around you. Hallelujah. That don't say for not, because you'll put the hedge around him. Of course, he came to tempt God. And he threw God a challenge. You see, this Job story here, we read it grossly, but you have to read it in detail. You see, when you read, he said, look, does it say before? said, no. He said, okay. I removed the hedge. And immediately, the hedge was removed. Calamity began. Hallelujah. Because when the Satan comes, he comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That, 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 is, that is exactly who he is and what he does. As soon as he shows up, he's stealing, killing, and destruction. There, there's nothing else. Hallelujah. And look, I'll say something else too. For the young ones. I'll say for the young ones. Listen to me carefully. The Bible says, when Satan came, he destroyed Job' property and his family. Have you thought about it? The children died. Job did not die, but the children died. Job did not die, but the children died. That's the difference. Because Job was righteous before God. The children were not righteous before God. Your parents' salvation does not cover you. you need to be saved for yourself. Your parents' salvation does not cover you. The one who was righteous was Job, not his kids. Because if the kids had a personal relationship with God, God would have put a head around them also. So your parents' salvation does not cover you. You need to be saved yourself. Otherwise, when the hedge you know what I'm saying? Do you think that if the children were saved, God would have allow, allowed the devil to touch them? In fact, Job had a practice. Yes. Job had a practice of sacrificing. He said, Perchance, if my children have done wrong, I'm sacrificing. So even though he did, he was a good person, he went to church, he prayed. Still, the children have to be saved themselves. Otherwise, they were vulnerable. So yes, we may pray for our children. We may do whatever we can do. But at the end of the day, they have to accept Christ themselves. That is when they can get their own personal salvation. So, salvation. Do you understand what I'm saying? Get your own salvation. Believe in Jesus Christ, accept him as your personal savior. Know him personally, so that when the devil comes, it's not because of your parent, but you yourself. That's it. <laughs> Hallelujah! Yeah. Fell upon a young man, and they are dead. Hallelujah. So we must understand why the devil comes to steal to kill and to destroy and we must understand what why christ came he said for this purpose he was manifested that he would destroy the work of the devil hallelujah so it so when we are talking about salvation and the new life it means that after you have been in christ you must be able to stand on your ground and say that look i am in christ i have abundant life Destiny in my family minus me This thing in the environment minus me. This thing, it's minus me because I have abundant life. Hallelujah. Look, let's be, I mean, there are are reasons why things happen. It's not everything that we understand. But I don't think having a life of, there there are things we don't understand, okay? That's why you don't have to judge. But I personally don't think Having a life of you are chronically sick, you are chronically broke, you are tired, you are dying. I don't think that's abundant life. I don't know. I mean there are reasons why we don't understand things. But I wouldn't call that life abundant life. I mean, come on, how, how can that be abundant life? Struggling. I mean, I'm, you know, sometimes you wonder: is that abundant life? And all your songs are this world is not my home. I'm just passing through. In this evening, from heaven, Angels become me from heaven, so being the I can what does you have to go? I can I can feel at home in this world. You know, of course, you cannot feel at home if you are broke, you are sick, you are tired. You cannot feel at home. How can you feel at home? I can feel at home. In this world, anymore. It may be a good song, but this world is not my home. I'm just passing through. You cannot feel at a home, you cannot feel at home in any place that you are stressed. Hallelujah. I said, I'm not sure, but I, I don't think you can describe abundant life as a life of lack, stress, difficulties. I mean, I mean, no peace. I really don't know. I'm not saying Christians cannot go through difficulties, but sometimes I'm just saying. Jesus said, I came that you may have life and have life more abundantly. It is time we believe in our salvation that our salvation came, say, salvation came with abundant life. I say, Your salvation came with abundant life. I say, Your salvation came with abundant life. And you must believe God and walk in the abundant life. Stand to your feet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Walk in the abundant life. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Holy Spirit, thank you. Thank you. You make
1: my life so beautiful. You make my life so beautiful. And as you are, you have made me here on Yes, Lord. There's nothing greater than this. Yes, Lord. That's why I love you. I love you. Forevermore. So you make my life so beautiful. Sing it. You make my life so beautiful. And as you. on earth. Yes, Lord. There's nothing greater than this. Yes, Lord. That's why I love you. Abundant life. He said, I am come. I am come. Now you have abundant life.
2: I am come. That's why I came, oh
1: God.
2: That's why I want more more of you. you. Oh, I just want more of you. Because he comes with abundant life, oh God comes with peace. He comes with salvation, oh God. That is why he came, oh God. The more I know you. The more I want to know you. Yes. Oh, for I am come, oh God, my God. I want, do you want more of him? For he said, I am come, I am come. Well, salvation came with abundant life for oh god it's not a life of scarcity it's not a life of need it's not a life of everyday failure you cannot it's not a life of everyday failure it's abundant life for oh god abundant life for oh god and you must know and walk in the abundant life for oh god more of you
1: more of you Jesus Jesus more of you I want more of you thank you Holy Spirit Jesus yes, Lord. I just want more of you I want more of you yes Lord Jesus thank you Holy Spirit the more I I want to know you Jesus more
2: of you Father we thank you with every eye closed and every head bowed. we thank you this morning for salvation you said the thief commit not to steal to kill and to destroy and you came that we may have life more abundantly this morning With every eye closed and every head bowed. For a brief moment, you don't know Jesus Christ. You see, like I said, you see, take the story of Job and think about it carefully. Job was the one who knew God. The the children didn't know. So somebody cannot know God for you. So this morning, if you are not saved, you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal savior, you really want to be born again, you want to have an abundant life, please lift up your hand and I'll pray for you.
1: There is room. There is room. I'm talking about abundant
2: life If you are not really saved Think about it Thank you Holy Spirit Father we thank you this morning We thank you for salvation Thank you that none here shall perish May we walk in the abundant life May we experience the abundant life In every area of our life In Jesus' name I pray Amen Put your hands together for the Lord Hallelujah Amen. Are you blessed this morning?
0: We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.